0: It is uh, Friday. <laughs> Friday just snuck up on us. <laughs> Tuesday, I was like, "Oh my god, this week is long." By Thursday, I was like, "Oh my god, this week is almost over." And here we are, Friday. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk on Babs rolls Ivy. How y'all doing? I'm doing all right. Yesterday, I was over at Concord for the uh, unveiling of their porch. <laughs> they they put a porch on the building. <laughs> a nice porch actually they put a, they put i guess i guess it's adequately called a deck they put a deck on the back of the building and they put up a, a mural i think quajo was the artist for this mural of um, historic black entrepreneurs you know from across the eras uh eras and uh nice nice, nice nice lots of people showed up met some people i didn't know which was rather cool um, saw some people I haven't seen in a minute, which was rather cool. Um, they were serving black ass black girl magic wine that was cool, McBride sisters and black girl magic. And uh, it was good, I had a good time. Yesterday was loaded, I had a packed day yesterday. Yesterday, when I got off air, I went over to uh, the Stetson. Now, uh, they they uh, uh, were hosting uh, the New Haven Symphony Orchestra was having a press conference. Uh, you know, just just to introduce Perry So, who is their new artistic music artistic director, music director for the symphony. So he is the newest maestro. I think he comes season twenty twenty four. He steps into the role. Alistair, uh, 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 Alistair Neal is is the sitting maestro, and he and his husband are moving to Paris. I don't feel no kind of way bad about them. <laughs> The pandemic has made us question all our priorities. and so they were like, listen, if we got to be locked down in the world anywhere, might as well be France. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not even mad at them go. But Perry So and his wife and their daughter Caroline, let me tell you something. So I come in there, I come to the library, second floor community space, and uh, I meet Perry, I meet his wife, I meet his daughter. and she's like, i don't think i like her (laughs) she's talking about me and she's dressed up in barbie pink so i mean barbie pink is everywhere i mean i got on my pink today right this is my barbie pink barbie pink by way of ghana so (laughs) (laughs) i'm not kidding you so um so she goes i don't like her i was like look little girl get in line (laughs) And she perked right up after that. <laughs> that just cracked me up. She was, she was like, so her father introduced her. She's like, don't say my name. Don't don't tell people about me. <laughs> She's three. I was like, Lord black Jesus, they're gonna have their hands full with that one. They might as well just strap in because that one is gonna take them for a ride. She's already got her own mind and her own opinion, and I hope they don't try to tamp that out of her. You know, because we we always believe we want our children to behave in public, and she wasn't misbehaving. She was just being herself, and uh, she wasn't running around being crazy or any of that stuff. She just was being herself, and I think we should allow children to be themselves. Now I know I'm an old school black mom, so I'm not gonna have a whole lot of foolishness out there in, in the public. I get that, but she wasn't unruly. She was just being herself and children have to be themselves and especially girls we have to stop making girls be, shh, be 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 seen and not heard you know so she she was absolutely right if she didn't like me she didn't like me and she, we have to respect that respect that you know so that's all right but anyway so that was yesterday morning i did that and then i uh, i ran over to uh uh
1: I ran over to um
0: I went over to the inner city, hung out there for a minute, made my way over to uh did I I think I was over at uh yes, I was over at Possible Futures for a bit, drinking lemonade and wine. Uh,
1: and then And then we went over
0: to Con Concorp, which was nice. And then left Concorp. And went over to Michelle Turner's uh, birthday celebration at Mont which I always forget how good Mont is. And Gary Hogan. So we saw De- Gary and Deb Hogan because Michelle and Gary's birthday are like a day apart or two days apart or something. They're in the same week. So anyway, that was fun. And then I ran into uh, the uh, Broken Umbrella people. I, you know, I have to come and, and join them because I'm, I'm part of their troop now. And now that Frankie is leaving, which I really wanted to work with her because I just think she's so funny. So she's leaving to go to Michigan to work on a master's in public health. So I'm not mad at her. Listen, you got to chase that education. You go chase it. And they gave her a full ride. So it was really nice to sort of be a part of that and say hi and bye. Uh, and then to just catch up with the with the uh, broken umbrella people. So I'm going to start working with them so that I could like, you know, be with them because I want to be with them. So that's it. That's it, and so that's how the and that's how the night wound down. It was great. I had a good time. It was such a good time. That's you know, fr- last night was one of those summer nights where you just like this is how you want life to be. This is how you want life to be, and uh, and I, I'm not kidding you. That's how I want life to be. So it was nice. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. I had a good time, you know. Um, I got to see I Got to hang out with uh, Ife. It was great. Uh, I got I got some news that I was ill prepared to get. So, but I'm not going to talk about it here because I don't know how public it is. So I'm gonna leave that alone. I'll talk about it some other time. But. Uh, when it when it becomes public, I'll talk about it. So anyway, not my not my not my circus to ring lead for. But other than that, uh, I'm excited to have a uh, Avery Washington. Who do I have on uh, coming on? Avery Washington, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, and Rashad Johnson. They're coming on at 10:15 to talk about Black Wall Street Festival, and that's uh, August 19th. So I'm looking forward to hearing what they got to say. And then there's an the entrepreneur party uh, before that. So uh, August 19th is shaking, shaking, shaping up to have a lot of stuff in it. Just, just, just by what I'm seeing on my calendar. This looks like a lot of stuff. Oh, I know why. Because the, um, the fatty party, the fatty beach party, the fatty pool party is coming up. That's on the August 19th. So I got to get me a cute swimsuit for that. Go hang with the fat people and be cute. And you know why you do it? Because skinny people just stare at you. Like, oh my God, look at her butt. (laughs) I don't need that. I go be with my fat people and just be fat and beautiful. So I'm just saying. That's all I want to do. So so we'll see what happens. So I got to get, I have cute bathing suits, by the way. Some fit, some don't fit. I'm down 22 pounds. I'm down, I'm down 22 pounds and uh, it hasn't been a heavy
1: lift. So I don't know if you could
0: really see that I've lost weight. I think some people have said, you lost a little weight. So I said, yes, um, I've lost a little weight. My clothes are fitting a little bit looser. So I'm like, okay, you know, so I, I think I've dropped down a whole, whole size. So interesting. And I have a lot of clothes. So it's not like I had to go and buy new clothes. I don't have to do that. I have lots and lots and lots of clothes. And the things that I want to keep, I'll just take to the tailor and have them taken in a little bit. And the things that I just absolutely just, you know, don't want, I'll just get rid of. That's simple. It's not It's not going to be a heavy lift for me. So, and I'm not going to stress over this. So that's that's that part. Anyway, so um, I can't complain. Let me see what's going on in the world of news. The weather is janky today. So that's why um uh, i'm doing some other things porch wise because the weather is doing its own thing and there's nothing i can do about it so i i have to you know i have to get paul to work on this and you know the jews control the weather i need them to get better with this i don't know what, i don't know what jews think they're doing with june july do better <laughs> do better so anyway i had this whole thing the other day i was talking about fast fast fashion and uh uh, somebody gave me some clothes from fast fashion and they're really nice (laughs) they are really they are really really nice (laughs) and I only know this because the tags are still on them and I was like so now I go to that site and I'm like "Mm, now I see the quality I'm feeling this but Fast fashion is, you know, human rights, slave labor. So I have to really think long and hard. <laughs> I have to think long and hard. Where's my humanity? Where's my integrity? I don't know. It feels like I'm buying a cheap TV. <laughs> and, you know, cheap TV is a cheap TV, but it's a good-ass TV. So I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to see where my humanity is. Can I stand on what I say? But, oh, these clothes are really, really nice. And the prices are really, really nice. (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. So I don't know. Does it count if I buy like one or two things? You know, like if I don't build my whole wardrobe around that stuff, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know.
1: We'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens.
0: Anyway, uh that's the way of the world. So let me I'm trying to I'm trying to check news, but I have all these uh, okay, that was simple. It's uh it's nine o'clock in the morning, and I'm silly. So I'm just trying to check see what's happening in the so you know, I was watching the news last night. And uh, oh, a, a bus! After months-long debate and impasse over whether to fully reopen the road up to the summit of East Rock Park, the board, of park commissions may have stumbled upon a solution—a magic bus. I don't even know what that means. Okay. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. So, uh, the alleged Union Station shooter arrested. He's like, he's 19 years old. And he looked
1: like he was just overwhelmed. No one, no one died. Did they die? Did someone die?
0: I don't think anybody died in this, but he shouldn't have had a gun. 19 year olds shouldn't have guns. There's a lot of police presence. And, and I, you know, I wish the police didn't just like brag about this, right? Like, oh, we caught the perpetrator. I was like, he's 19. Where is he gonna go? He's gonna be at home in his mama's house on the couch until y'all came for him, anyway.
1: So, uh, so they
0: they they went to the house, and uh, and they took extra care when they came to arrest him. So, which was good, because uh, I guess there was a there was a child in the house uh, beyond the nineteen year old, and, and guns in the, and a gun in the house.
1: I mean, I knew they were going to catch this person because, you know,
0: so, oh, wait, was he 19? Wait, somebody, wait, oh, there was a recovered gun inside him. So the 34-year-old man, the arrestee allegedly shot, oh, so this is the, the, the person that was 34 was shot after a, a dispute. So they, on the, they were on the train arguing? You know, we have got this sickness with these guns. Oh, I don't I don't like your point of view, and I'm mad at you, and I don't like what you have to say, and I don't agree, and boom. That's we've got to we've got to cure that. You know, it it they have to they have to cure that. So I don't I don't know where this is gonna go, but I'm gonna stay on top of it and uh, keep you all posted. I mean, you can go to New Haven Independent and just read about it, you know. But it's a, it's a sad, you know, sad state of affairs when kids pick up guns and use guns to settle differences. Ah. <sighs> you know.
1: What are you going to do? What
0: are you going to do? So there's some there's some good news going on. Uh, butterflies land HBCU scholarships, yay! Um, Perry So takes the baton. I was there yesterday. I got to I got to give the the um the welcome to New Haven announcement. That was good. People thought I said I said nice things. It's my city, of course I'm gonna say nice things. You know, uh, they're living in Michigan right now. I know Connecticut's gonna be a vast improvement over the weather in Michigan. Uh, and then there's some other stuff. So anyway, I just I'll
1: uh, just leave it to where it is.
0: And I think uh, the arts paper is on vacation. Everybody needs some time off. Everybody needs some time off. Some time off. Everybody needs some time off. You know. And and I I always I always know when I need some time off because I get very antsy, and I get all kind of prickly. I get prickly. You know, I have to have time off. So I'm going up to Maine next week, just for a couple of days. Uh, and then I'm coming back and going to a Mohegan Sun basketball game. And then um, and then that's it. And then I've got to uh, book some flights for Florida. because I'm going to Florida for a wedding. So I have to take care of that. I mean, it's just all kinds of things I have to do. Ugh.
1: I need to get them done before
0: I um before the summer gets away from me, I have to buy my ticket for uh, Senegal, so I need to do that, which I think I'll probably do next month. I'll do that in August because uh, the prices are under a thousand dollars. So if the prices are under a thousand dollars for a regular economy, if I could get a deluxe or upgrade to business class and that just keeps me at like 1,200 or something, then that might, might be worth my effort because I, I have to go to Senegal and uh, and I don't want to fly like I'm in a sardine can. Do you know what I mean?
1: So, uh, and uh, I just want
0: to, I just want to ride comfortably and inexpensively not cheaply i didn't say cheaply just saying inexpensively (laughs) that's what i want to do so if i could do that i will be quite uh happy so so i got you know i like everybody else i gotta make sure my money is right so i just gotta look at what i'm dealing with and uh and move accordingly that's what i gotta do so you know i'm just uh to send this person on my feed. <laughs> no, that's probably mean, but I was like, I, you cannot take up my whole feed. You seriously cannot. So so yeah, so it's a rainy day in the Elm. Uh I my day, my weekend uh is pretty packed with stuff. Um, tonight uh Ife is over at Next Haven on a panel about art collaboration or something or other with uh kim weston miss hanan um it's going to be facilitated by uh malachi eason and so so that's that's happening and i think it's around six or so so if you're so if you're in the mood for uh uh some conversation around what arts and 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 art stuff that might be a uh nice way to spend your Friday evening so I don't think I'm gonna make that uh I had planned on having uh, a concert on the porch but that's got moved to Sunday because it's
1: raining
0: it is raining in the elm so I have to uh I have to uh you know move that along which is fine Sunday tomorrow and and Sunday are going to be beautiful days I'm going to a a backyard barbecue on Saturday, which I'm excited about.
2: Uh,
0: My sorority sister's throwing a party, so her and her husband. Uh, So I'm excited to go to that. Um, And then, uh, uh, and I don't have anything ahead of that on Saturday. And then I think Sunday, we're gonna do a little shopping somewhere, go look at some stuff on Sunday. And then uh, the concert on the porch Sunday, and that's it. That's, That's my weekend. And that's enough. Don't you think that's enough? That's enough. So let me see what's going on in the world. Because you know I love to talk about the world. So uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer are going to duke it out at the box office today. Just just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. So uh, somebody won the billion dollar Powerball ticket in California. Uh,
1: and then... Uh,
0: Mega Millions is tonight, I believe. I think the Mega Millions drawing is tonight. So there's a lot. (laughs) So listen, 720 million are up for grabs. And if you take the cash option, $369.6 million is up for grabs. So... I mean, it's not a billion dollars, but I could work with that. I could work with that. <laughs> do you know what I would do? There was so many. There'd be so many cool things that I would do with that money. You know, there's so many cool things that I would absolutely do with that money if if I if I got it. There's some cool things that I would do. Seriously, you know, some cool cool things. And uh, and I like the opportunity to just do it. And I know with with that kind of money comes all kinds of problems. What what do they say? More money, more problems. I get it. I get it. But I like to see what those problems are because I already know what the problems are with poverty. (laughs) I I am well versed in the problems that
1: come along with poverty.
0: Now I like to sort of have the problems that come along with abject wealth. Just so I could, you know,
1: compare the two. <laughs>
0: oh Lord, have mercy. You know, I don't I don't have no patience for Florida. I have none. These people are stupid, stupid, stupid.
1: So Florida edits their Black History stories. So how I, <laughs> I
0: don't I don't know how to. So so they. Okay, it is the latest development in the state's ongoing debate over African American history, including the education department's rejection. Of a preliminary pilot version of an advanced placement African American studies course for high school students, which it claimed lacked educational value, these Florida people are stupid, and they're led by an even stupider governor. Can you say stupider? So the new standards come after the state passed new legislation and the governor Ron de Dummy <laughs> de Stupid Ron DeStupid, Stupid. That bars instruction in schools that suggest anyone is privileged or oppressed based on their race or skin color. (laughs) Because, you know, he's fighting against wokeness. That's why you got 25% ratings, you dummy, Uh, to boost his national profile. To who? You can't win. You're not going to win. You might as well go sit down and put your money away. So the new standards require instruction for middle school students to include how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. (laughs) Oh man, River. (laughs) These white people are crazy, 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 crazy. The fact that they would even frame that that way, I wish lightning would have just came down and struck them all in the head. This is the level of stupidity that they, they really wanna say. Slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Now, lest I'm wrong, slaves had no personal benefit. The whole nature and definition of slave means you don't own yourself. So, when the high school students learn about events such as the 1920 uh, Okohi massacre, the new rules require that instruction include acts of violence perpetuated against and by African Americans. The massacre is considered the deadliest election day violence in U.S. history. According to several histories of the incident, it started when Moses Norman, a prominent Black Landover in Okoe, uh, Florida, community attempted to cast his ballot and was turned away by white poll workers.
2: <laughs> now,
0: like Tulsa, similar standards are noted for lessons about other massacres, including, the Atlanta race massacre, the Tulsa race massacre, and the Rosewood race massacre. Our children deserve nothing less than the truth, justice, and the equity of our ancestors shed blood, sweat, and tears for it, Derek Johnson, president and CEO of the NAACP, said in a statement condemning the new standards. So, you know, here's, this, is what, this is how you cure this. This is how, this is how I would cure this. Every Every admissions department in every college outside of Florida refused to accept Floridian students on the basis of this stupidity. And you want, and let everybody just get into lawsuits about it. You want to go to the school and you didn't take African-American, you took this stupid AP course in Florida, then you can't come to our school because there's no room for this level of foolishness. So stay in Florida in Florida schools. and I don't mean Florida HBCUs because Florida HBCUs is not going to be a part of this stupidity. But the rest of y'all, the rest of these schools, don't let these Florida kids in your school. I know this is harsh, it's mean, It's not the kids' fault. but you know what? the only way that you're gonna write this is if admissions school admissions officers say, You're not fit to be in our school based on the the curriculum of your state. You're not fit to sit with other students who know something about this and you can't even speak to it. We don't have any separation of intellect in our universities. So you can't be here. So you might want to stay in Florida where y'all learn the same foolishness and, and see how that works for you. That's how I feel. Because this is outrageous that these white folks in Florida think that they can revise history in such a way that doesn't even get even nowhere near the truth. And they think that's okay because they don't want white kids to feel bad about the ish that their their ancestors did. Come on now. So what you going to say about the indigenous people? You got some language for that too? What you going to do? I just this stuff is just it's i don't know how florida even feels like they could even and i know there's people in florida who are outraged about the, uh, about this and who are working hard to push back on this i know it cuz i have friends in florida and i know they're pushing back on this but damn <laughs> so this is what i this is what i propose admissions offices around this country if you see kids come from florida that want to apply to your school, do not accept it. Or file their stuff away and say we'll get back around to you. Don't even don't even say we're not gonna let you in. Just don't let them in. That's it. That's it. Like, yeah, we got your application. We're so sorry. Thank you for applying. That's it. Yeah, I wouldn't tell them why they wasn't getting in. And if they haul us into court, you say, you know what? The standards of the Floridian uh, education does not meet the standards of what we do academically here at this institution. That's it. And they will have a terrible time at these schools because every class would be something that they didn't know nothing about. And so they'd have to sit in the class arguing and fighting about, well, what's the truth? Well, we believe the truth is this, you were taught wrong. And then if they get all funky, they'd be like, well, why are you here? Because clearly, this is not the school for you. Clearly, you need to be somewhere with like-minded foolishness so that you can continue to walk in la-la land about history. I, I would. That's what I would do. If I was an admissions officer, I would not. I'd have a whole Florida file. This kid is from Florida. Okay. This kid's from Florida. Okay. I mean, yeah, you go. And then I'd go through and look at and see who I could pick out. That might might be closely. And this is where this is where a good black ass name might come, might be useful. <laughs> this this might be where Shaquita is a useful name. <laughs> you wanna play that game? We'll play that game. I'm petty. I would play. They go high. When they go low, I go lower. I would play that game all day. I wouldn't, I just wouldn't, I just couldn't tolerate it. The fact that they, <laughs> that slaves learned some skills that could be to their personal benefit, either you don't know what the definition of slavery is or you just really, you don't care. And I, I'm thinking both, both.
1: So, I, and they, and you know, what Florida does, Texas will do. you know
0: the dumb states will do this. The dumb, I mean, they just are. And you know what? I don't take any pleasure in calling people stupid or dumb. But you gotta admit, this is a level of crazy. <laughs> so what do they? What do they teach about the Holocaust?
1: <laughs> that these Jewish people just wandered into a camp and fell into an oven? Like what? what are we telling about that? That they willingly went, I, I, you know, or
0: that they refused to eat. Like, I, what do you, what do, <laughs> what are they teaching about the Holocaust? What are they teaching about how the how 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 the indigenous people were run, run off land? How do they teach that? How do they teach about you know blankets small blankets with smallpox were given to indigenous people to wipe them out deliberately? How how do you what, what do you talk about? How do you explain the Trail of Tears? How do you explain that? Like white people, it's a history that is yours. And embrace it. And you don't have to celebrate it, but you have to embrace it. Y'all did some treacherous stuff. History bears this out. Over and over and over and over again. And so now you think by... Well, if I if I don't tell my kids, therefore it does not exist. That's not how that goes. Because I'ma tell you something. They're gonna be in for a rude awakening if you continue to revise history in a way that d- that does not speak to accuracy, truth, justice, or any of that. You're gonna have you're just gonna have a bunch of dummies, a bunch of dumb unintellectually challenged students who are not fit for work or service anywhere. And particularly not on the world
1: stage. I I just don't get it.
0: I don't get it. Why would you wanna, I mean, seriously, why would you wanna revise that in such a way that it makes no sense and it's not true?
1: It's not true. And you would rather live with lies than to walk in truth. I mean, that's just what it was. So
0: anyway, I'm, I tell you this, I'm glad I'm not raising children in Florida because I'd, I'd have to start a freedom school or something and be like, listen, we have to push back. I have a study group at my house. we have to push back on this stupid stuff. I was like, well, no, we're not teaching in the schools. You know, we're teaching teaching at my house on on the weekends. We we got Saturday academy somewhere, you know. We got freedom school somewhere where we're going to teach Black history. And and if white kids want to come and actually learn something, they're welcome to come learn. And I know there's some families that want their kids to learn the truth. I know it. That whole state can't be stupid. I know it. So... Uh, somebody needs to run another another governor against somebody against DeSantis. Y'all, y'all would it would be in your best interest to do that? Just saying, it really would be in your best interest. You know, I don't got a dog in that fight, but gosh, it's just embarrassing. Hey, I I cannot, and you know, Ron DeSantis is Yale trained, Yale educated. I know they got to be hella embarrassed by that. Because <laughs> I'm embarrassed by it. And I'm not, I'm nowhere near a Yale student, but I'm embarrassed by it. <laughs> I was like, y'all let that in? Seriously? Oh my God. It's a shame. That's a waste of good, that's a waste of good, good academic resources right there. And and not the fact that he's the governor. I I guess that's a feather in somebody's cap, but that's just,
1: that's just painful. Painful. Painful, painful, painful. So I'll just leave it be. I'll just leave it be. You know,
0: I'll just leave it be because ridiculousness ridiculousness so but anyway on to some on to some other some other challenging news because god knows challenging news is the order of the day i don't even know what's going on uh let me see what's happening you know i get a lot of yahoo
1: news oh
0: wait so trump voter survey Oh Lord have mercy. Racism against whites is the big problem. <laughs> so a new Yahoo News you you gov poll of people who voted for Donald Trump in 2020 reveals a major roadblock to public support for reparations for black Americans.
1: And and what might that be?
0: Let me pull this up. So according to white folks that voted for uh, Donald Trump, his public support for reparations for African-Americans remain stubbornly low. A new Yahoo News, YouGov poll reveals one major roadblock. (laughs) Donald Trump voters believe that racism against white Americans has become a bigger problem than racism against Black Americans. The survey of 1,638 U.S. adults, which was conducted from July 13th through the 17th, shows that among 2020 Trump voters, 62% say that racism against Black Americans is a problem today while 73 percent say that racism against white Americans is a problem. Ask how much of a problem racism currently is. Just 19 percent of Trump voters describe racism against black Americans as a big problem. Twice as many, 37 percent, say racism against white America is a big problem. (laughs) Trump voters and self-identified Republicans, overlapping but not identical cohorts, are the only demographic groups identified by Yahoo News and YouGov who are more likely to say racism against white Americans is a problem than to say the same about racism against black Americans. A majority, 51% of white Americans, for instance, think racism against people who look like them is a problem. But overall, far more white Americans, 72%, say racism against black Americans is a problem. So politics, in other words, is the dividing line here. And political dynamics go, a long way toward explaining why reparations for black Americans continue to be so unpopular in the US. The new Yahoo News, YouGov poll follows the dismissal earlier this month of a lawsuit put forth by the three remaining survivors of the 1921 Tulsa race massacre, seeking reparations for ongoing harm caused by the racist rampage that destroyed their once thriving majority black community a century ago. The trio of survivors had sued under Oklahoma's public nuisance law, claiming that the ripple effects of the massacre continue to affect the Greenwood community today. I don't don't know what else to say about that. Uh. Most US adults oppose reparations for black Americans. And, and I, I, simply, I simply believe believe that people just are so not understanding, not knowing history, not knowing it. And, and they find the his, history of Africans in this country so distasteful and slavery so distasteful that they would rather turn from it and act as though it was a short period of time. You know, these people in this white people in this country, act like slavery was lasted for like a week. <laughs> they should just get over it. <laughs> it was a It was a slave for a week. Get over it. <laughs> and you know, we already know Tulsa happened. Like, you know, it, it was a real race riot. Like white people burned down that city, not unlike all some other cities that they burned down. You know, lots of cities that they burnt down. So it wasn't just Tulsa. It was Rosewood. It was Atlanta. It was, it was a lot of places. <laughs> so, you know, I think why people think that slavery lasted like a few minutes. And that, you know, it couldn't have been that bad. If it only lasted a week. Why are you mad? <laughs> it was such a long time ago. Why can't you just get over it? And, people, and so many, so few people understand what Jim Crow really was. What Jim Crow, not even what it really was, but what Jim Crow was.
1: Uh, it's just my nerves. And Donald Trump just feeds this s- silliness and stupidity. It's a dog whistle, you know. But, you know, there are people who are not going to.
0: Let this go. That there is a debt owed here, and and without question, there's a debt owed here. You know, and honestly, too, to walk in truth, too, there are black people who don't want to hear about reparations, and I understand why because it's so painful. That that they, like a lot of other people, like white people, it's so painful that they don't want to delve into it. That there's no money that you could give us that can make us whole. I beg to differ, but I understand how people get there because what they really want is just to be left alone and to live and thrive as human beings. And if you just get out of our way, we could thrive and be ourselves and do our thing. But at every turn, white people feel compelled to insert themselves in our story and to stop us from our greatness. I mean that's just the damn truth everywhere you turn there's somebody trying to shut down some black person from getting something and and listen this is not this is not oh i don't like white people this is not that conversation and when people make it that conversation i know that they lack intellectual maturity you just sound crazy and stupid if you really think that this is about not liking white people hell there's some black people I don't like a lot of them but this is not that conversation this conversation is about what is old what is old what is old
1: so anyway
0: I I'm here for the reparations conversation I'm never going to now say no to it I'm not doing that I'm not doing it so you know it could be distasteful but some at some point it won't be you
1: know it, it won't be uh then there's this
0: oh yeah that's right i told y'all deSantis is beefing with uh Disney <laughs> how how do you how do you beef with the friendliest place on earth <laughs> ah. It, but you know that governor is, he's prepared to just cut his own throat state his own state's throat to just make a point of some old mess you know like he's willing to do that to,
1: to harm them you know <sighs> ridiculous um,
0: the Missouri Supreme according to the Associated Press The Missouri Supreme Court orders the GOP Attorney General to stand down and fight over abortion costs. (laughs) These people, these men just want to police these vaginas to no end. These uteruses. They want to police these uteruses. If they could chain these uteruses up, they would. The Missouri Supreme Court on Thursday ordered the Republican Attorney General to stand down and allow an initiative uh, initiative petition to legalize abortion in the state to move forward. He's the
1: uh, oh, Tony Bennett has
2: passed.
0: You know, Tony Bennett was um, Frank Sinatra's favorite singer. I I'm a huge Tony Bennett fan. Tony Bennett, masterful stylist of American musical standards, dies at ninety-six. Tony Bennett has, and he just like stopped touring like yesterday. You know what I mean? Like a couple of years ago, he's just like, all right, I'm done running around the country, y'all. I'll do a couple of things here and there. Come by the house, I'll sing. But for the most part, uh, he has stopped touring, and uh, that's nice. So Harry, when you when you play us out, can you find some Tony Bennett? Play some Tony play play us, play us out with some Tony Bennett. Because he just passed. Oh,
1: Tony Bennett.
0: I don't even want to read about the Missouri Attorney General
1: now. Tony Bennett passed. <laughs> I'm sad about that.
0: You know. Oh, oh, so So now Russia. Russia is pulling out of the Ukrainian grain deal. Russia also has played the role of, spoiler, at the United Nations, vetoing a resolution on extending humanitarian aid deliveries through a key border crossing in the Northwestern Syria. Um, whoever, whoever is trying to knock Putin out, hurry up, get, get to it, get faster. Now I know that runs, I, I, listen, I know that knocking Putin out of the spot in Russia opens the door to God knows who will run that country after the fact but golly
1: this has got to end this has got to end this has got to end this got to end so
0: so now what what is with these white men who are hell bent on messing with trans people why So the Republican attorney general in Kansas is working to keep transgender people from intervening in his state court lawsuit against changing the sex listings on their state driver's license. (laughs) Of all the things, you don't got nothing else to do in Kansas but say, I don't want these trans people to call themselves whatever they wanna call themselves on their driver's license. You don't have nothing else to do. There's no other work that needs to be done. Like this is a, this is a, a, a issue, a problem that people can't call themselves what they want to call themselves on their driver's license. So you just gonna, and you don't want them to speak up about it. You don't want them to have some say in it. You don't want to hear them in the, in the in the arena of public public conversation you don't want to you just want to bully bulldoze through and say whatever they was however way however way you trick this out you don't want them to to (laughs) you don't want them to have some respect for themselves and and have some sense of belonging by changing the gender on their driver's license you you really gonna stand in the way of that because it feels right seriously what what does it what does it matter to you do you think that everybody's just gonna that opens the door to people saying well I I want to I want to say I'm a giraffe on my license (laughs) I want to say I'm a clown on my license. Oh, you know I'm a I'm a boy giraffe on my license. You you think that that opens the door to that? You you don't think that people want to claim who they truly are? You just want to stand in the way. There's nothing else going on in Kansas, Attorney General, that could possibly have your attention other than this. He must be up for re-election or something. Because that just sounds,
1: it sounds crazy.
0: Crazy. So House Republicans want to plant trees to combat climate change. But will it work? You know, it would be a good idea if they actually talk to scientists. and <laughs> Stop guessing. <laughs> just talk to scientists and see what they say. I'm sure they have a laundry list of things that we could do to combat climate change. If you only speak to them. I mean, trees are a good idea.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. I I just don't. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go take a break because it's just too much ridiculous news. Uh, just too much ridiculous news. J- John Travolta's got a new woman, is he?
0: Oh no, that's just made up stuff. Let me leave that alone. That's gossipy. I don't want to gossip. <laughs> so, anyway, news, weird news. I don't even want to read weird
1: news. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, Alabama. They just ex- executed somebody for a 2001 beating death of a woman. So they're back to using lethal injections. I'll talk about it later. I'll be back. <laughs> Hi, this is Babs Rolls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening to WNHHLP. FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.
2: While COVID may
3: not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhvvax.org.
4: I'm Southern Connecticut basketball coach Scott Burrell, born right here in New Haven. I won an NBA championship with the Chicago Bulls, so I know a great defense is a game changer. That's why I support New Haven's Health Department's Take a Shot campaign to help defend teens against meningitis. Whatever your post high school life is, take a shot now and help keep yourself, your friends, and your family safe and healthy.
3: For more information,
2: visit nhvbax.org.
0: The second hour of Love Bab's love talk. I'm delighted today. I've been thinking about this all week. I got Avery Avery uh, Washington and Rashad Snacks Johnson. They're gonna talk about uh, the Black Wall Street Festival that's coming up on uh, August 19th.
3: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, absolutely.
0: All right, so t- talk to me, how does this come about? What was it? Was y'all sitting somewhere having drinks and said, you know what we need? <laughs> <laughs> this
4: this this is actually this is actually the second annual um, uh, New Haven Black Wall Street Festival. The last one was last year in um, Temple Plaza. Uh, the organizers are the Breed ENT. So that would be uh, founded by, you know, Rashad Snacks Johnson, Aaron Y.A. Rogers. And, you know, I am the official MC of the Breed ENT. But last year what uh snacks we
3: had about uh they said we had 30 vendors 12. what we had 30 vendors last year and i think i believe about 29 of them sold out within about three to four hours right wow yes it was a, it was a great turnout last year
4: over Something. over a thousand people last year for sure mm-hmm.
0: so tell me what what was the thinking? what's the thinking behind black wall street is this a nod to the tulsa black wall street and the other black wall streets that Were of that same time, you know, hubs of black business and excellence. Talk to me about why y'all wanted to do this. I I think
4: it was um, a situation in which we were trying to nod uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, other Black Wall Streets by uh, bringing just a whole collective of people in the community that have their own businesses, and you know, just create a a space for black people to come where they know they can have a good time. uh, You know spend a little money and also be safe at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: That sounds pretty, Uh, that, that sounds pretty important. Spend money, have a good time and be safe. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. So how is, how is black, how is uh black wall street different than, or is it different than like a, a black expo?
3: That's a great question. I feel it like is. it's different from a, Hi, a new <laughs> I feel like for us um it's different and we had the proof of concept last year because I feel like the age bracket of all generations kind of came out to the Black Wall Street yesterday, uh, last year um starting at ages from 4 to 5 all the way up I think the oldest person that came was like 85 or something like that mm-hmm. like or something like that so I feel like it was a literally a generation gap of all generations just bridging together mhm mhm
0: mhm so so what what is the goal for the Black Wall Street? I mean, I know bring people together, have a good time, spend some money, be safe. But what is the what do you what do you want people to walk away from? Why do you want people to come and what do you want people to walk away from with this thinking?
5: Good morning. Uh- uh- can
2: no go you got it. you got it, brother
5: you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the biggest the the, the, uh, the biggest thing we want people to uh to walk away with is one that um there's there, there's no uh community more more powerful and influential than our community which is the black and brown community. Um we also want to show people that you know our dollar can take care of our community. Last year um every vendor sold out of their product. And we were really proud about that. You know what I mean? Um, one vendor made $6,000 last year. And that's amazing. Um, this year, we have over 120 vendors that's going to be a part of this Black Wall Street. And we want to make sure that economic impact happens for every vendor so they can see that they can trust their community to take care of them. And we need the community to know that these businesses can take care of them as well. Um, we don't want our community to have to always go outside of the community to get the things that we need. And we can have a good time doing it all the time, just like Black Wall Street did back in the day. Um, Two weeks ago, we did an interview with, uh, I forgot the gentleman's name, about the history of Black Wall Street. And the the camera crew didn't know that Black Wall Street was an actual thing. They thought that was something we came up with. And I'm like, that's a problem like that. Our community, the generations, have no idea the history of Black Wall Street. So this year, we're really trying to put a lot of energy on the history of Black War Street so we can know where we came from and what they did to us, too. You know what I mean? And we need our generation and the younger generation to know, like, listen, they tried to kill us once again. And, you know, and this festival shows that, you know, we're resilient and we can still have a good time and make some money while doing it.
0: What what I love most about this, y'all, is that... Um, you keep the you keep the the thinking of uh uh black wealth black excellence um black entrepreneurial life and i think there's been a little bit of a a disconnect with our black entrepreneurs from our communities because they've <laughs> not been in one place and not that they have to be in one place but there hasn't been a gathering of them so that people could sort of say uh-huh. well this is what's happening this was happening so you so you jumped up from uh, however many vendors you had the first time, and now you're at a hundred vendors. Uh, what, what, what? Is, are, are, were you surprised by the number of vendors? And and are there still more vendors that you'd like to uh, get get involved?
5: I think we speak for all of us when I say we're not surprised. I mean, no. there's so many black businesses in the community, so many black businesses, they just don't have an opportunity to be seen or to be utilized, and there's so many people in the Black community that just want to go and have a good time with the rest of the community. You know what I mean? And
2: last for free. Year
5: for free, right.
2: For free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, Aaron, I've seen all your videos and they've been fun, fun, fun. What's, what has the response been like? Are people responding to
5: it? Yeah, they're loving it. They're right. loving it. I mean, it, it's 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 art for us. You know, a lot of people forget that we're artists. Like, that's what we really do for a living. So uh, a lot of people put us in a box and think all we do is make music. It's like, no, we like to entertain people. That's what we like to do. And marketing is a part of entertaining people. You know, we put Avery in front of the camera. He has a ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> me and Sinet, me and Rashad just thinks of ideas for Avery to go in front of a camera and do, because we just have fun to do. We've been doing it for 10 years. This is what yeah, we Yeah, for sure. You know? So it's fun.
0: So talk to me about... Uh-huh. Um, the kinds of vendors that y'all have reached out. Now, on the strength of the success of the first one, do you find people are finding y'all or are you out there looking for people?
4: Um, I'll say this. Um, It's definitely finding us. So, you know, since I've dropped, since we dropped the videos, I probably have about 30 to 50 new followers, just random, just random people just following trying to see what's going on um and what what was the first part of the question can you say that again i'm sorry
0: like like um um are you finding that people are finding you to want to be vendors or yes. you, uh, is it hard for you to find vendors
4: no no oh and i also remember you asked like kind of what kind of vendor so there there are two different type of tables so there is a vendor table in which you could literally come and sell things like for example a clothing line um art uh author selling books things of that nature and then there's like a resource table as well um and you can you could come like for example let's say you are a therapist or a counselor or um some type of financial consultant and you can come there and you could say like listen i have this i have this business or um I'm some type of community resource and you guys can come and here's my card and we can connect. So it's not just about, you know, selling, you know, goods and services, but, you know, it's just about resources for the community as well.
0: So now where are y'all hosting it this year? Back at the plaza or or have you outgrown that
3: <laughs> New, World, New Haven Green. green. I'm going to New
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you have outgrown the plaza.
3: <laughs> so what is
0: it about the New Haven Green that 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 makes this attractive? Like why why the green and not somewhere
5: else? Um, well, for one, we outgroup. If there's nowhere else we could have done it, um that was like central um mm-hmm. to make everybody feel safe that was one of the, the the reasons the other reason um I mean growing up in New haven that's the that's the pinnacle you know what I mean you want to sure, do sure. It on the green you know we grew up seeing earth when fire and all these big guys on the green we like if you yeah. if they can do it this is our goal you know so right. um and, and another thing is is uh you know that's not stressed enough is that this this uh black Wall street All this is possible because of the the um, department we're we're, we're, uh, partnering with, which is Arts and Culture, uh, New Haven Arts and Culture. um, Shout out to Adrian Jefferson. Oh Um, yes, yeah. Because without her, none of this would be possible. Literally, it wouldn't be possible. So Adrian is like uh, behind it a hundred million percent, and her department has been working tirelessly. Um, And to go back, I'm sorry, the gentleman name I wanted to say is Judge Clifton Graves.
0: Oh my good friend, yes,
5: yes, we spoke with him, and he. Gave us so much information about the history of Black Wall Street. I just didn't want to forget that.
4: Mm-hmm. No,
5: that and he—he's to be honest, he—he's always been that way.
4: Uh, I've known him since I was a child, so he—he's always been very knowledgeable.
0: And, and Tulsa was not the only Black Wall Street. There were Black right. Wall Streets throughout the country uh, where we have, uh, uh, and 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 some of them are still standing to this day. Mm-hmm. Some of them are still standing. So, all right. So, so you're gonna be on the green August 19th. I, is there going to be some music like what can i expect if i come and green what 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 do i get to experience
5: so when you walk in <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so there's going to be a, over 100 vendors okay there, there's there's going to be a, a section gated off just for families and their children there's going to be a, a section just dedicated to the, the divine 9 um there's going to be a section for <laughs> for the, the the vip section <laughs> <laughs> VIP section for the people that love day parties and things of that nature. There's going to be a, a section for people to sit just to listen to the music. There'll be live music and DJs. We'll have uh, Rick Allen drum performing um, with the Legacy Band, uh, where we'll also have a tribute to hip hop music because, you know, we're in the uh, uh, 50th anniversary of hip hop this year. Um, what else we'll will have? Uh, uh, we got a, if you got
3: kids, there. we got a kids session. Yep,
5: yeah. Family yeah. section. Yeah. Let me section yeah. up. Will there be uh, any food? What what not, can I eat? Absolutely. What can I drink? Absolutely. Over over 20, over 20 food vendors, there will be uh something for you to drink, you know, either if you drink or drink drink.
2: There will be <laughs> options.
5: Listen, <laughs> I, be, I I believe I believe we're still under the
4: rules of the New Haven Green. And New Haven Green has always been, you know, you bring your cooler, nobody really asks any questions, nobody, you know, there's no issue.
5: Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. You 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 can uh, we'll we'll have a gated um place dedicated to a bar. It will be a bar there for people to come and enjoy themselves. It's it's going to be so much fun. Everything that you need to have a good time will be there that day.
0: I love that. I love that. So, so how long does it take to plan this? When did y'all start planning this?
5: Let me tell you
2: something.
5: <laughs> we did not know it was going to be this stressful, but we're grateful to be, you know, in the um in the midst of an opportunity that, you know, comes with this type of stress um it takes a lot of time, months, months, months of preparation. We've been working on content that you guys haven't even seen yet marketing wise for months in advance. Um, it's a lot of strategic partnerships. It's a lot of people that you know, just helping out and and, and giving their helping hand. I um, it's stressful, but it's <clears throat> worth it. it's fun and it's worth it. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, so what things do you have in place to ensure some modicum of safety?
5: A lot of cops.
0: Okay. <laughs>
5: um, but- <laughs> We'll have cops there. We'll also have a security team there as well. Um, we have over 50 volunteers that we've um, we've uh, uh, interviewed. Um, so that was the first thing on our list is safety, um, because we know that one, we're black people and they're waiting for us to mess up. And we're not going to allow that. Um, we're going to make sure that we keep it safe so we can continue to do this every single year for the businesses in the community. So safety first, 100 percent.
0: So, tell me about the volunteers. How did you get volunteers? I mean, I know some of y'all are in the fraternity, so that that's not a heavy lift. But talk to me about what the volunteers look like and what they and and what you hope they add to this to this experience.
5: Um, well, we found the volunteers because I think we're just blessed to have a great brand. Um, I think that people really respect our brand and support it. Um, so when we put the you know the call off of volunteers, we got a good response. Uh, one of the things we look for in the volunteers is just good energy, because at the end of the day, we just want everybody that comes to enjoy the Black War Street to be greeted with energy, good energy the entire time. We want to be great hosts. Uh, we have them doing from setup to to uh, the resource vendors to the uh, anything like the backstage, but the setup is really the big thing. Um, and and please pray for us for the setup, because I'll hmm. be out there about five six in the morning that day.
0: Oh my god. So before you even get to the day on the 19th, you're having a party on the 18th. Oh yeah. So tell tell us about that. And and why would you add more to this? Like, because this seems like you know, this is a lot.
4: So I I think the idea was really, really to just highlight black entrepreneurs. So I think the Black Wall Street Festival is more like. Everybody come. Bring your mama. Bring your cousin. Everybody could come out here. <laughs> and I and I and I think the entrepreneur party is just like okay, let's just gather all the adults, all the entrepreneurs, and let's celebrate. Let's okay. party. Let's have a step and repeat so that people could take uh, photo ops and, and and things of that nature. So I think that is kind of the entrepreneur party is it, it stands alone as an event but I think it's a nice segue into the black wall street festival.
0: And where are you hosting this party? Is it private or or, or people know about it?
4: People know okay. about it. Yeah. It's yeah. at the canal dock boathouse.
0: Oh, okay. So you'll be right there in the water. So you'll have a, and that's like middle of the, you know, dead summer. So that'd be fun. That'd yeah. be fun. All right, so, so what do you hope? Are, are, are you coming? I, I I well we'll see because you know I'm old, you know. I don't know if now I don't know if it. I can rock with these young people. I don't know. We'll see. I definitely would be on the green for the for the for the for the for the, the festival will, part. I don't okay, know about okay. the entrepreneurial party part, because you know I'm an old lady. Um uh, <laughs> what 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 is the what is the biggest dream for this? Like when y'all got together, what what did you think about? Did you see it becoming this big did you want to keep it small do you want it to become but like what what is the dream
5: well to be clear this is this is this is God's word um this is not us you know what I mean like we're just doing what God gave us the opportunity to do um we 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 know it's going to get bigger um we want, we want it to get bigger um we it to take it to cities we want to take it to another states uh, we know that black people need to be connected We know that we have to bring the connection back to the black community. And we think this is a great tool to do so. Um, So our goal is sky's the limit. I I also I also
4: think the timing is good because right now it just seems as if. People have like this thirst for more knowledge about like. Blacks, African Americans, and where we come from, and uplifting divine nine organizations, uplifting the fact that HBCUs exist, and things like that. So I think the timing it, it, it can't be any better than this.
0: Oh, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. So how much time have y'all put into this? Like, I know y'all have day jobs.
4: So, <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer first because Aaron, Aaron and Snacks are notorious for working on a project to a T and I have no idea it's going on until it's time to shoot promo. So for example, it's July now. I've probably only been involved since like maybe June, you know? So I knew that we were going to do the Black Wall Street Festival again, but I didn't know when they were meeting, if they were downtown, if they were meeting with Adrian and uh, the arts and culture office. So like, I've only been involved since like june 1st or or something like that you know what i mean so it's it, but them for all i know they've been meeting since the day after the last black wall street that you know so i
0: have no idea
3: i just looked at our <laughs> first our first email our first meeting was like january 20th or something like that
0: wow so this really has been a long time in the making yeah so all lot. right so so, so I know you had a couple of roadblocks. I'm sure some bumps in the road. I don't think it was all smooth sailing. How do how do y'all make decisions as a group?
5: Um, just just staying, you know, just understanding that we don't we don't know what's gonna come, you know, um, in front of us as far as obstacle goes. Um, we're 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 new to this. Um, so we're just taking a day at a time. I mean, obviously, with the city, there's a lot of red tape and things that you know we don't know about we have to get around, but like we said, we're grateful enough to be partnered with um you know New Haven arts and culture, the department. so I mean, there's nothing that's been easy about this project at all. I'm gonna be honest with you. the only thing that's easy about it is the fact that we know we're gonna have a good time that day. Mm-hmm. But other mm-hmm. than that it's just a lot of hard work and we just paying our dues and we got to do what we got to do. but this is not easy at all
0: but but you 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 and the success of this come August, you're going to start planning for the third one. I would
4: the
5: next day, we're gonna start the next day. <laughs> All
4: right, we got the party and out of the way, right? <laughs> I right,
0: know we got the festival. And so, what time is the festival start? From what time to what time?
5: It's from twelve to eight.
0: That's a long day.
5: It's a long day. We That's got a, a lot of performances. Long day. Um, we got, and we just want people to, you know, we know people have jobs, so we know that you know people comes in different shifts. We just want to make sure everybody has an opportunity to enjoy the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, so so you've got your volunteers in place, you got your vendors in place, you got your music, your food, and all the things in place. What's left to do?
5: Have a good time.
3: Bring some money. Bring some money. <laughs> bring
5: some money. <laughs> bring some money, and we will make sure people have a good time, man. I mean, nobody have a party like a black party. That's a fact. You well, know, that is I'm true. Saying? And we are gonna make sure that we have the biggest cookout ever. That's what we're looking at this as the biggest backyard cookout. Downtown is our backyard. We all have some moments yep. on downtown green, right? Yeah. So yep. let's yep. let let's make another moment together, though, just us.
2: I like mm-hmm.
0: that. I I like I I like that. You're calling it a, a like a, a a downtown barbecue, like a cookout. Oh yeah, like a downtown cookout.
5: I and we're gonna have like, fried fish.
0: I la- oh! oh, oh,
5: I, I didn't even know. I knew it.
2: Oh. I <laughs> oh,
0: oh, that just solidified it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you You know, this is Black Ass Radio. Everybody goes. Oh!
2: <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I, uh, you can't get blacker than that. I swear to God, no matter where you <laughs> go in this country, if you say fried fish or fish fry, black people are here for they, it.
4: They're yeah. coming. They're coming.
0: People are here for it. Okay, so so uh, thank you for throwing that little, that little nicety in there. Now everybody's going to be like, oh, I got to be there for that. I got to be there for that. Okay. So how do you feel about pulling this off? Tell me, each of you, what this means. Uh, because, you know, brothers, y'all are under siege. I mean, we all are under siege as Black people, but y'all have a, a I mean, we all have targets on our back, but y'all have a, a real big, giant target on your back. And there's often um, this, I, I starting to sort of see this of us falling back into a place where we just, we feel like we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. How do y'all? How do y'all capitalize on the can, we can, we can?
4: I, I think for myself and the Brie Entertainment, I think we just always started on a smaller scale and started just keep, keep building. So that's why I think, you know, specifically Aaron and Snacks are fearless in what they can do or what they will try to do, because like, you know, we, I remember, you know, just having social events and parties and things like that. And we're just doing it in the studio and it's like, you know, 20, 30 people and things. Okay. How can we build on this? How can we have a bigger, um, a bigger venue and things like that. And I think also the fact that all three of us are genuine people and literally like grew up here and know people from here. I think that's why people trust like, when you see the TB or when you put the logo on something, that's like the stamp of approval. When you see that little logo in the corner of a flyer, you just know that it's just going to be like a great, safe, organic event. That That's the main thing for things to be organic. We don't want things to be forced. We want people to have a great time because
3: they want to have a great time. Yeah, I think, I think for, to <laughs> add up to that, um, For me and Aaron, we always used our um, leverage in the music industry to really, like, um, give back to the community. And we had multiple studios. We had get-togethers and parties. And we always just used that music industry thing to really do what we really wanted to do in the doors, which was give back to the community, throw events, and really just do things that would be impactful to our community that we didn't really have while we were growing up. And we just magnified, like Avery said, it just got bigger and bigger each year. And we just you we basically utilized our leverage with the industry. And
5: another thing that we always had is like when people say the what ifs, we always said we should like we just we should do something. <laughs> we never said like what like even from before before we had anything, we was like, we should do. we should do right. one, one day we should do or one day we gonna do and mm-hmm. everything that we ever said we was gonna do. we done did. Or right. what are, what are we doing so I think it's just more so just manifestation, um, believing in yourself, having faith, um, uh, working hard and, and staying loyal to the people that you know you started these visions with.
0: Mm. I love it. So so it's August 9th, it's gonna be on the New Haven oh, Green. 19. I mean August 19th, <laughs> Ooh. August 19th. You can go to the entrepreneurial party on the 18th, but August 19th, the festivities begin on the New Haven Green. Um uh, for you said 12.
5: 12 to 8, yes.
0: 12 to 8 p.m. So that's a big, big day. Like you could leave and come back. And (laughs) like you could run your errands and come back and do all the things you need to do and still come back and have a good time. Exactly. Is is that the thinking?
5: That is Mm -hmm. the thinking. At, At 4.30, we'll actually start our tribute to black music. So if anyone wants to come shop, do their thing, drop the stuff at home, come on back with their lawn chairs and stuff. That's what you should do because it's gonna be a big production from, from about 4 30 to 7 30. Big production. wow.
0: So I'm 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 fascinated by that. The, the the tribute to black music. And and I think you mentioned earlier, I mean, we're standing in the moment of 50 years of hip hop, which is for me incredible. Like I can't yes. even imagine it's been 50 years already. Um, and so so what what goes into making that? Like, what do you how do you because black music is a huge, huge entity, how do you pare that down? How do you pick the stuff to sort of say this is what we're going to center in this in this celebration?
5: Um, luckily for us, we're musicians, so it's kind of easy for us because we have a big, big uh, discography in our head. So um, okay. I've I've played uh, piano. I play piano. Rashad he plays drums. He went to Berkeley. Um Slay he played in a marching band so we we know music like we know music and we know the history of music too so um we did a lot of rehearsals we're still rehearsing to this day Monday we have so another- you
0: all are you're going to be playing
5: oh we're going to be uh, a part of the show 100% okay okay, okay. 100% I mean this is we're not hollywood man we front listen we front new haven man this is fun to us. Uh, we won't be on that stage just like everybody else <laughs> listen we got that big stage up there we going on that thing right
0: i love it i love it i love it okay so we're gonna get some musical tributes we're gonna get some music and get some hip-hop vibe
5: hip-hop and soul r&b some soul
0: some r&b low town yeah. oh a little song for everybody
5: absolutely yeah absolutely
0: Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Because, you know, sometimes you go to things and it's all one kind of music. No, and you're like, no. okay, I like this, but, I, you know, I like to hear something.
5: You're going to be able to sit down the whole time and enjoy every single record that's played that day, I promise you. From 4.30 right. to 7.30, I promise you.
0: And so you have a DJ, too? Is there a DJ, have, too?
3: Yep, we have a one DJ. Good black and and
0: men be- don't have a DJ?
2: <laughs>
0: it's
3: actually, it's multiple DJs, multiple right. Hosts.
0: So you have DJs and live musicians,
3: all in one show.
0: This is, <clears throat> is going to be huge.
5: So there's not so from 4:30 to 7:30. There's not performances. There's a show. Okay, and we want to make it clear to people that there's a show that's going to be happening from 4:30 to 7:30. Okay, that's a long show. You got a lot of people involved.
0: Got a lot of people involved. I love it.
5: So, mm-hmm.
0: all right. Well, I'm so glad that y'all made time. Avery, I love the videos. I love all the I saw them and I called your mother and I said oh have them call me because I want to talk about this <laughs> right right no I
4: appreciate it
0: they're so fun and they are capturing people's attention and uh and I love the cleanness of this of this flyer Thank um, you. it looks very clean it doesn't have a whole lot of stuff in it it's just like Black Wall Street Festival 12 to 8 in Haven Green and uh, I think that's a good idea. So, well, I I so appreciate you, brothers. Uh, I'm looking Likewise. forward to seeing Thank how y'all grow. Us. I want you to come back and talk to me uh, after the fact, and 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 give me some like. Uh, what you planning for next year? Like a little, little sneak tip kind of stuff. <laughs>
4: well,
0: I know you already on it. I know it. I know it. Yeah,
4: listen, they got something up their sleeve. I only, I only, Babs, I don't even know.
0: I don't even know. <laughs>
4: but I know, but I know, I know they know.
0: <laughs> I, 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 listen. As what you just said earlier, they've been meeting since January. You just yeah. got down in June. I was like, okay.
4: <laughs> listen, I listen. I played my part. I'm happy to be in the number.
0: That's it. Just play your part. So I, I wish you all every success. Thank uh, you. I think it's going to be a wonderful ap- opportunity for people to get together. I think, you know, people, Black people are going to come out. And, and anybody's going to come out, right? Not you don't, you don't care if it's not just Black people. You want, no. you want everybody to come get some of this Blackness.
2: Right.
5: Everybody need that fried fish.
0: Everybody. Right. <laughs> everybody. I love it. Thank you, brother, so much. I'm looking forward to uh, August 19th, 12 to eight on the yes. green i'm looking forward to it thank you thank all you. so much thank, thank you me. avery thank, thank you, you for having you us. thank you aaron no
3: problem no just problem. make thank sure you, you tell a friend to tell a cousin tell a brother tell a grandmother tell an aunt just make sure everybody knows what's going on <laughs> all
0: right I'm, a, I'm gonna see if i can stick this in the inner city newspaper uh, flyer. i'll Please. do that i can commit to that and people will see this people are watching now so they'll see it And and, and mark their calendars. August 19th,
2: 2008, on the New Haven Green.
0: There's parking. Don't worry about it.
2: Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, y'all. Thank you. Have a good one. Enjoy your weekend.
3: You too, as well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. you. All right, Larry
6: Jones. Thank you. Oklahoma, Greenwood District, to be exact, was home to the most successful, most affluent black community. In fact, they called the Black Wall Street. Hospitals, hotels, groceries—all black-owned. Black developers built and rented out black homes. ran white districts was hating on our melanin. What we supposed to do? This is blickety black excellence. One day, a black boy named Dick Rowland went strolling to use the closest black-only bathroom that he could get hold of. Stepped on the elevator and failed. He grabbed Sarah Page, a white girl who got startled and yelled. So he fled the scene, or presumably innocent because a white woman screams enough to get a brother lynch a clerk called the police and said she was attacked but she said he never assaulted her that's facts the next day police found him at his mama house put him in handcuffs and took him to the drama house the newspaper reported and lied and they printed said a negro attacked the white woman.